Hi, sisters, and welcome back to Goth Sorority. We're here with a chapter meeting today. It's been a minute. Mm -hmm. This is chapter meeting 32, and we're your host, Kathleen. And Eleanor. Yeah, I think it's been literally like two months since we've done a chapter meeting. I mean, you know, consistency really isn't our strong suit. No. But... And that's why you love us. You never yeah. know what you're going to get from right. us. It's spontaneous. It's fun. It's so sporadic of us. Yeah. And now this is like a little treat. Okay. We that was know a you've joke, been waiting. by the way. We know you've been waiting, desperately hoping for us to upload this. Yeah. Um, anyways. So I've got a docket tonight full of media shocker mm -hmm. rather than personal what? events. Well, yeah. <laughs> What, you want me to talk about my life? No, thanks. Um, I value my privacy, right. actually. I'm a very private person. Yeah. So, yeah. Any opening remarks before we just jump into it? Absolutely not. Why would you even ask me that? <laughs> I know. Of I course I have nothing to say. No thoughts. Why do you? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. And on that note. So I went down a very interesting TikTok rabbit hole last night at 2 a.m. And it all started because the trend, the like Encanto, which I've, I haven't even watched Encanto. I watched it, but I was also like doing something else when I watched it. So I don't feel like I really got the full experience. Yeah. But, but like from what I saw, honestly, like, I mean, it was good, but not my fave. But it's probably because I wasn't, like, emotionally invested yeah. in the story. Yeah, well, I only know right. it through the trend, which right. I don't even want to, like, pretend to sing it, right. but you know what I'm talking right. about. They know. With the, you know, the little linked silly hands. walking and the linked hands, etc. So that came up on my free page, but it was, like, a squirrel mascot at Disney doing that. Mm-hmm. And people were outraged. This had like a hundred thousand likes and like a ton of comments of people debating whether or not this squirrel in the Disney canon is allowed to know whether or not Encanto exists. Um, and this makes me sound like I'm on Disney Adult TikTok, which I'm not. I think you are. Which That's I'm what I was not. thinking about when you were telling me this. I was like, okay, she's gone full Disney Adult. Noted. Well, I think the reason why TikTok thinks I am, even though I'm not, is she because... denies the accusation. Yeah, I went into this whole other hole the other week about, like, the Disney College program which I knew nothing about, but it's just like scamming kids into like working at Disney for minimum wage. And they think that they're going to get some like corporate experience experience. And really it just makes them like, cause these are like kids who have been wanting to do this yeah. from birth. Like they want to do the Disney college program, uh, which it's good I don't to think have there's dreams. anyone at Temple. I mean, I'm sure there's people at Temple who would have done that, but yeah. none that we knew. I mean, I feel like when you said that, I was thinking of, like, the animation interns, mm -hmm. which I feel like is, like, a legit thing. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know about none of this, like, park shit. Yeah, no, that's legit. That's, like, career building. This is just working at the theme park and pretending like it's somehow helping you in your career. Right. And then these kids get, de like, depressed and dropped out of college, drop out of college. So that's interesting. So that's why, okay, I am sure, sure, sure. Even though I'm not on Disney Adult TikTok, but you know, I get one here and there. 
so yeah, then I just like went down this whole rabbit hole of, you know, former Disney performers debating like what people can and can't do, like what's canon, what's not canon. Um, and it just was a really dark place to be <laughs> in. I'm sure. Yeah. And it was like, I tried to send myself one of them for reference because I knew we would be recording tonight and I accidentally sent it to my dad. <laughs> I literally texted this oh my to my God. father at 2 a.m. He was like, she's off her rock. <laughs> and I was like, please ignore that. Like, please just don't even open that. Um, so that's what I did. It could have been worse. Of all the things you could have sent to your dad, like it really could have been worse. Like what though? The vast majority of my TikTok is dogs, which he would have loved. Oh, come on. There has to be something a little spicy that you would send to like me. Mm. Anyway. Anyways, I'll think on that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, does your dad even have TikTok? No. So he couldn't even open it if he It would wanted. be like opening it in... Right explore i thought about sending my mom tiktoks i feel like i think about that often where i'm like oh this applies to my mom mm -hmm. but what am i gonna do send it to her she's gonna be like i don't fucking understand this yeah so. lame anyway generational divide so unfortunate um but yeah so by doing that though something good did come of this because then i went on youtube and i had a recommended video and it was a beautiful 1990-something movie starring Fran Drescher called The Beautician and the Beast. Real fans will remember our nanny phase. Yes, yes. So this is basically, and it's free on YouTube with ads. But the ads aren't too bad if anyone wants to go watch it. It's basically the nanny, except Mr. Sheffield is an Eastern European dictator. It's like he's <laughs> Stalin. It's like the nanny, but with Stalin. Um, yeah, it has like an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes, but you know that didn't deter me. And it ended right. up being a quiet. I experience. thoroughly enjoyed it. Of course. Like, if you like the nanny, you're going to like this, period. Period. It's comedy. I've always thought, like, there really should be a rom-com made about Stalin. Yeah. I've always said that. Exactly. That's crazy. And at the end, he, like, shaves his mustache, <laughs> and it's like a glow-up. It's like, okay. It's like the equivalent of... Welcome to the of, Western world. <laughs> the equivalent of when the, like, girl takes her glasses off. In yes. 90s rom-com. Precisely. So good. Yeah. Um, so I highly recommend that. And I just thought it was very topical to mention. Right. Um, because, you know, Russia is like kind of in the news right Russia's now. Russia's like, like totally that. trending right Russia's now. Russia's having a moment, you could say, for sure. <laughs> um, so, you know, things are happening right. with Russia and Ukraine that aren't good. Right. So thoughts and prayers. We know you came to our podcast to hear about that. You wanted to hear our take on it, and here it is. Thoughts are with Ukraine. Uh, <laughs> thoughts are with Ukraine. That's it. Period. Putin, stop. Stop. Okay, stop doing that. No one wants you to do that. <gasps> well, maybe if he had a woman in his life. Right. Like Fran Drescher. Right, come on. Somebody's got to take one for the team. Maybe We got to send I don't Fran know. Drescher He doesn't Russia. strike me that he likes women. Yeah, that's fair. I just Honestly, think he's giving asexual. Yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine him in a sexual context. 
You don't have sexual fantasies about Vladimir Putin? No, not particularly. Uh, I just can never forget the fact that, like, he's so little. I think he's, like, 5'4". Oh, he's so petite. He had, like, he had, like, a special little podium built for him that was, like, proportional that made him look, like, normal. Oh, that's so cute. It's so cute. He has a little baby podium. But we do not stand with Russia. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. Down with Russia. Okay, watch it. <laughs> come for my ass. Yeah, the only things I've watched, I was, like, listening to the radio in the car. Because right. I'm an intellectual. Right. And they were like, this isn't just, like, World War II. This would be so much worse. Right. And I was like, next. No, I can't. <laughs> Let me I flip like, that shit to the next channel. I just can't even. Like, I think my brain is fully mush. Like, I try to... Like, I've listened to many New York Times daily podcasts about what's going on. And I just, like, none of it sticks. Mm-mm. None of it sticks. No. So. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I said my thoughts and prayers <laughs> are with Ukraine, okay? But I'm just a woman. Right. What do you want from me? Sorry, right. boys, being worried about getting drafted. No, can't they draft us now? No. Not yet. Can they? I feel like there's something. <laughs> not if you're mentally ill. Not if you're mentally ill. So, sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. That's on y'all. That's on y'all. I'll be sleeping easy in my bed in the United States <laughs> of America. Greatest country in the world. Greatest country in the world. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, <laughs> next. <laughs> next up. We watched a film, a little documentary tonight. Mm. You may have heard of it. It's kind of hot right now. It's kind of hot right now. The Tinder Swindler. The Tilda Swinton. Um, I had, like, watched part of it on my phone in my car. <laughs> which was the ideal format. That's as the creator. Were you driving? No. <laughs> what do I look like? Okay, I was on my lunch hey, break. Don't act like you haven't done that. <laughs> um, okay. Interesting. Doxing yourself. But yeah, so I just wasn't getting the full experience on my phone in my car. So I am glad that we watched it tonight. Yeah. On the full screen. Um, and it was it was very entertaining. You know, sometimes yeah. I fear that things like that aren't gonna live up to it. It's gonna be like uh, but this was pretty juicy. And that guy absolutely sucks. Hot take. That guy sucks. Yeah, that guy sucks. That guy sucks. Wait, this guy is really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. He's low-key giving criminal. He's giving criminal. Um, so it starts with a woman, Cecile, from Norway. Mm. And, you know, I won't rehash the details, but basically he did steal $250,000 from her. After they'd been dating only like a month. Right. He started asking for money like a month in. So he introduced himself as the son of a Israeli tycoon diamond tycoon billionaire, um, Simon Lviv. Mm Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he went the whole nine yards. He, like, photoshopped himself into Lviv family photos. Right. Um, So he, yeah. He flew this bitch on a private jet on their first date. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, 
I don't want to victim blame here, but she did meet this guy for coffee for one hour. And he was like, you want to fly to Bulgaria with me? And she was like, she was like, bet. So she flew to Bulgaria with this man on their first date. No judgment. So things were going. She's a whore. (laughs) She's entertaining men for money. (laughs) And his like baby mama and his baby were on board of this flight. Of the aircraft. (laughs) So he had a whole cast going there to support him. So they have a good date. And then they, it's just so, you know, they're showing their like, what's it called? What's their messaging Mm -hmm. app? WhatsApp. They're showing their WhatsApp messages the whole time, which is just like cringe. You know, I feel bad for this girl. She got swindled out of all her money. She's like airing all of her shit out, all of this like embarrassing stuff. Um, But very early on, I want to say even maybe like date two, he starts talking about his enemies. Oh, yeah. Which is probably not a good sign. Right. He's saying, you know, I just want to be upfront with you. If we're going to be involved, you should know that my enemies are after me. Which, you know, personally, I would be like, are you mentally well? Right. I'm probably going to call it right then and there. But she trusted this man. And, you know, his enemies were after him and she needed to protect him which was just an odd instinct for her to have. I remember she was like, this is just someone that like you want to protect. It's like, why? Why? (laughs) Why do you want to protect this random man? So, and I mean, I think for a month, it's like pretty smooth sailing. He's sending her expensive flowers. Right. He's like buying her stuff. Wait, so I'm confused though. Because in the timeline, it's like, does he ask her to move in with him before... He asks her for money, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's less than a month that they've been seeing each other, yes. and he already asked her to move in with him. Yes. And most of that time, they weren't even together because right. he's traveling. He has a lot of business deals, as he tells her. Okay. Right. There's a lot of deals he needs to get done in the for diamond his daddy. business for Shane Company. Yeah. In the blood diamond industry, <laughs> he's trading with K Jewelers. Okay. He needs to get it done. He went to Jared. <laughs> Um, and he just texts her, like, move in with me. No question mark, right. nothing. Just, like, move in with me. Like, an order. And she's like, yeah. So I guess it was weird because she made it seem like she was, like, looking for apartments. Right. But I think he was just staying in a flat in London, as right. they're called. He was like, yeah, our budget is 15000 a month. Which is just so goofy, like, saying it out loud. It's so like, goofy. Girly. Why? Right. Like, why? But I guess, you know, he's a diamond tycoon. I don't know. I mean, I would, like, you really want to believe it, right? Yeah. It's, like, that's probably, like, I mean, I don't want to assume her financial situation. Yeah. But probably, like, a healthy amount of her annual income yeah i would i would think so i think most people's and you know cecile is just a norwegian girl looking for love yeah she says and here's you know a little connection to the prior conversation she says she memorized beauty and the beast the whole beauty and the beast cassette 
So she was looking. Retro. She was looking for her beast. Okay, and she found. She it. found it in Simon. Simon Laviv. So she moves in with him, I guess. And then pretty soon after that, he's like, "Hey, my enemies are after me <laughs> again. Can't use my cards. They're tracking me. Yeah, for security purposes, I am gonna need to use your Amex, <laughs> bro." Um, us to our parents. <laughs> First, my enemies are after me. Mom. My enemies are after me, so I actually have to use your Amex. Okay, it's not an option. <laughs> so this poor girl gives him, and her Amex, I think, had like a two thousand dollar limit. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's, it's not, like alarmingly low. It's <laughs> alarmingly low for a like thirty plus year old woman. Yeah, like my credit limit is higher than yeah. not to flat. Okay, big <laughs> spender. Yeah, so he's he maxes that out instantly. Yeah, he's like, nope, need more. <laughs> Open another one. He's like, more credit. take out a loan. He literally is like, take out a quick loan. What? Like I, I need cash. I need you to bring cash to Amsterdam. Yeah, so things right. escalate quickly. He's like, mm, now I need twenty five thousand in cash. So this girl's like shitting herself. Yeah, taking twenty five thousand dollars in cash to Amsterdam, like taking it on a plane. No, yeah. I'd be sweating bullets. <laughs> Just like, what would you possibly say? It honestly would have been such a benefit to her if she had gotten stopped. Right. And then she had to explain that out loud and be and like, they'd be like, okay, babe, let's like think about right. what you're saying out loud. His enemies are after him. So he needs your cash right. that you got through taking out quick loans. But, you know, love is love. Love okay? is love. Love is blind, as they say. Love is blind. <laughs> So she gives him the cash, and it's just more, more, more. He keeps needing more. He's a needy little bit. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, she takes out $250,000 in loans for this man. Which I'm like, again, not to victim blame, but how could you possibly do that? Right. No. But it's like everything she's seen up until then. It's like, well, he's filthy rich. He can pay and that he's back like in sending a her receipts of like, um, not why transfers, I guess. Mm -hmm. That like he sent, you know, two hundred fifty thousand dollars to her bank, but it never comes through. She's like convinced this money's going to come through, and it doesn't. Yeah. And then once he kind of uses her, he sucks her dry, mm -hmm. and you know. That's reached its end. He's like, well, I don't know what to tell you because I sent you the tracking information. Like I sent you the fake check and now we're done. So she's like, fuck. <laughs> so she goes home to Norway and it's kind of surprising that he didn't block her. Right. Because he's like, he I've used you, but he's and like. now I can tell that you're not going to give me any more money. Yeah. What can we say? He's sick in the head. So he calls her mom's house. Well, she blocks him. She, she blocks, blocks him. Sorry. So she blocks him because she's like, yeah, this is really embarrassing. She calls American Express to American Express, like, agents. <laughs> like, what even are they? Like, collectors? Who fucking knows, bro? Come to her mom's house in Norway, and she shows them his picture, and they're like, that's the guy? Like, this is an episode of Criminal Minds or something. Right. That's the guy. That's the unsub. Like, that is the unsub. No, like, I would probably pass away right. if I were her. 
on the spot on the spot that's the guy that's the guy huh. it's like well could you have fucking warned me or something <laughs> like come on now um so yeah so she blocks him and she's like yeah that's wow that's, that's really, really unfortunate <laughs> that's for me. really unfortunate and he then calls her mom's house her mom's landline and leaves a message being like hey you blocked me <laughs> what is he even trying to get out of that he's just a sicko he's right what does he think's gonna happen he gets like he still wants her to like want him even though he's used her as much as he possibly could he's like why'd you block me yeah every action has a reaction yeah he like starts threatening her yeah he starts threatening it's like bro you just took two hundred fifty thousand dollars from this girl like more could you let her live in peace in poverty in (laughs) norway okay um and then we find out that this whole time he was using her money on another girl Mm -hmm. um and then enter the next woman the next Mm -hmm. subject in the documentary priscilla no it's weirder than that. It is PR yeah. uh, ending in Pernilla? Like something like Priscilla. Per- Pernilla. Pernilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pernilla. So Pernilla is like, I'm not feeling this romantic attraction. She's just like she friends on them. Yeah. <laughs> she's an older, wealthy Swedish lady. Yeah. Um, so she's like, Yeah, we're But just not friends. that I mean No, not that she's old. independent. Yeah, yeah. She's an independent woman who knows what she wants, yeah. and it's not Simon Levive. But she's still like, we really connect as friends, yeah. so let's travel around Bestie together. vibes only. So they spend a summer with Simon's new GF. This whole time, Cecile's at home thinking that Simon's, like, doing deals and stuff. Yeah. And they're just blowing through Cecile's money, like... Traveling through Europe. Traveling through Europe, like, spending thousands and thousands of dollars on, like, clubs and hotels, etc. So at first it's like, well, fuck you, Pernilla. Like, you're just living off right. of Cecile's money. Until. Until. You know, what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. So then once he burns through Cecile's stuff, he comes to his old friend Pernilla. Mm-hmm. And is like, My hey, enemies. My enemies are after <laughs> me again. Um, they took a little trip, like, while we were traveling, like, mm-hmm. traveling around Europe, like, they respected that. They let us have our fun, but now they're after me right. again. He also reuses the same like picture yeah. of his um, his bodyguard. So his he bodyguard, and his bodyguard right. had this little photo shoot in the back <laughs> of an ambulance where his bodyguard like is bleeding from his head. Mm-hmm. So Simon takes a picture of him. He takes a picture of his um, bloody shirt his bloody shirt like they have a whole photo shoot and that is just like being reused right, again right, and again right. and again like it's working every day so she's like yeah this is my friend simon like we know each other right so he's like, like i know he's good for it i watched him blow through money all summer yeah so he's like just give me thirty thousand dollars just give me 30 grand she's like like, okay she's like okay my life savings that i've kept to buy myself an apartment got it you got it yeah so she gives him that and then he wants more so he asked for like twenty thousand more Mm -hmm. and then yeah everything just kind of starts crumbling down I'm trying to remember what the first, like, I think it was Cecile just looked him up or, like, started investigating. She She found this um, article that he did the same thing to three Finnish women. 
So I guess he's just preying on these Scandinavian women. Right. Like, ladies, we need to get it together, okay? Right. Like, he's not worth it. It's just, I wonder why that is. It's so interesting. Specifically Scandinavian. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't, though, because at the end it was, like, a bunch of different people, even as far yeah. as in the United States. So. Yeah. Yeah. So she finds that out. She goes to the biggest newspaper in Norway. They start this, like, huge investigation. Mm-hmm. They track down his, like, actual family in Israel. And he's just, like, a regular dude. A regular smegular guy. And he started, like, stealing checks when he was, like, 17 years old. Then he fled Israel. So he's wanted in Israel for, like, stealing checks. Mm -hmm. And forging checks. But then they're just kind of like, hmm. Right. He's gone. We can't find him. Yeah. Do we remember how Pernilla catches on? Ugh, I'm trying to think. I really don't. I kind of forget. I don't either. I feel like Pernilla's just like, wait, what? Like, this isn't adding up. Oh, no, I do remember. I do remember. Because the other thing that's so funny is, like, Cecile is buying him these plane tickets for his associates and his right. business deals. But, like, there's other women's names, like, attached right. to these tickets. Right. So they, like, go through Cecile's records. Which uh-huh. we were saying, like, that just seems like the most fun job ever. These yeah. journalists oh just get, like, all of her like WhatsApp messages. Like, 400 WhatsApp messages. Like, 400 I'm so pages nosy. of WhatsApp right. messages. And they just get to go through all that shit. So then they go through, like, all her spending. And they find the Amex uh, transactions with the plane tickets. And Pernilla's name is on a plane mm-hmm. ticket. So that's how that gets started. And then Pernilla's like a badass. Pernilla agrees to be like an she's not like a sting agent, off. yeah, because she's not really emotionally involved in the same way that like Cecile is. Because Cecile's yeah. like, that's my man, right? She's still clouded by love, but Pernilla was never. She was like, wait, I fucking hate this. Yeah, guy, bro. he's like, this guy sucks. <laughs> wait. So she helps the journalists, like, track him down. In Munich. In Munich, which we've been to. No big deal. Who do? And, like, all they needed was to, like, take a picture of him. They're trying to prove that, like, his identity in Israel and the name that he's using, Mm -hmm. like, that he's the same person. And he was convicted in Finland, too, actually, of, like, fraud. Yeah. As Simon Lviv. Or was, maybe he was convicted as his Israeli name. No, I think it was Simon Lviv. I can't remember. I it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Very precise. Um, reporting. Re- yeah. Reporting by here. us. We should clearly be investigative journalists. Mm-hmm. So they get the picture and then Pernilla has to like jump in the car with him while he's like, photographers are after us. He's like, sh- like speeding through the streets of Munich. And Pernilla has to act like she doesn't know what's happening. She's like, so your enemies <laughs> Are, like, actually after you? Can you please drop me off? I'm scared. Yeah, she's like, please drop me off. Please. So the journalists get the stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they start building this, like, big... A huge story. Huge story. This is, like, the biggest newspaper in Norway. So when they release it, which I'm guessing was in the last couple months. I wonder. I wonder. I'll look that up. Yeah. Keep talking. Yeah. So they release this huge report the tinder swindler and it goes viral Mm -hmm. so then his name and his face are out there and then more women start coming forward from like multiple places right being like oh yeah this guy did this to me too and pernilla and cecile had like linked up at this point they're kind of like friends 
Because that is just like, and they were getting a lot of hate too, because people are like, are you an idiot? Which again, we don't want to blame them. Would Should they have done some things differently? Yes. But ultimately that's like such a sad, like these women are in crippling debt because of this man. Right. Um, and it's just like embarrassing and sad. So they like have each other to relate to. And then this third woman comes forward Eileen. So Eileen mm. is a Dutch woman. And Eileen is like, I dated this man for 14 months while he was dating Cecile and like doing all this stuff with Pernilla. Like she was there for it all, which is like, girl, what was the nature of your relationship? Like it really does not add up. Right. But I do respect Eileen because Eileen also lent him money. Eileen lent him mm-hmm. $150,000. Which again, like girlies, I don't know if she took out loans for him or if she's just like a very wealthy woman, but she just kind of gets down to business. As soon as she finds out, she's like, okay, well, fuck you. I'm going to get my money back. Yeah. So she's like, I'm going to take all of your clothes and I'm going to sell them and I'm going to get my motherfucking money back. Money. So she like convinces him because at this point he's desperate. He like his name and face are everywhere. He's not picking up women and like being able to con them. Mm-hmm. So he's like running into dead end after dead end, but he still thinks Eileen is like on his side. So Eileen is like, okay, like I'll sell your really expensive clothes for you. Cause his wardrobe is worth like thousands right. and thousands and thousands of dollars. So update. Yes. Um, I can't find when the story in Norway broke, mm-hmm. but um, he was convicted in t- December of 2019. So oh, it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Netflix takes its, takes its time. Takes its time, yeah. To make masterpieces. Right. So Eileen is like, I'll just sell your clothes and I'll give you the money back so that you can, like, sort your shit out. But of course she's not going to give him that money. She's selling his shit and keeping all the money for herself. And he catches on and then he's mad. And he, at this point, is on the lamb, okay? He is, like, struggling. He is eating leftovers, like, at mall food courts. He's just, like, scavenging. Yeah. He's staying at hostels. And he's, like, sending her pictures of all of this being, like... Trying to convince her to give him the money that she's making from his shit. Yeah, he, like, sends her a picture from his hostel and is, like, it's one star. (laughs) It's one star. He's like grown like a disgusting beard. (laughs) Looks like shit. Yeah. He's really going through it. But somehow manages to snag a flight from wherever he was. Yeah. So now he's like, I'm going from Prague to Athens Athens. to scam some Greek women, I guess. And Eileen's like, well, I know exactly where you're going. And I'm telling Interpol to get, get your, your ass. ass. Yeah. So she tells Interpol, which I literally used to think that Interpol was like a made up thing on Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Interpol. Okay. Like, what does that fucking mean? International Nothing. police. Right. But like. But it's like, that seems fake. That seems so fake. Okay, Interpol. Like, yeah, okay. But then they got his ass, so they are very much real. Yeah. And he texts her, which it's like, why didn't they take away his phone? He texts her, I got arrested. And she responds, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like laughing. She's like, 
I got arrested. Please, please help me. Please <laughs> help me. She's like, no, no. Your Gucci shirt just sold. And sold that my bank account. Which I do wonder. There's no way she made all of her money back. Oh, no. She was like 140K in. Yeah. Like, there's no way he had that valuable of shit. Yeah. He didn't have any Birkins stashed yeah. anywhere. If that only. would be a different story. Right. If he had made smart investments. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's clearly a very smart guy. Right. Yeah. It's just insane that someone could live like that. So they basically un- unveil the fact that it's just a Ponzi scheme, but like with people. Like right. he just sucks all the money out of one woman and uses it on his next woman. So it's right. like to he then uses- suck the money out of her. Yeah. So it's to like spend on another woman. Yeah, so he uses woman A's money to flatter woman B into thinking that he's a billionaire. Mm -hmm. And then when he runs out of that money, he's like, hey, babe, woman Mm -hmm. B, like, clearly I'm good for this money. Can you loan it to me? And Mm -hmm. on and on and on. And it just allows him to maintain this, like, lavish lifestyle, which I think is what he's ultimately after. He doesn't really care about, like, actual. Yeah, it's like, it's not like he's accumulating well. It's all about the experience. Right. It's all about the vibe. You know what? He lives in the moment, and I really, like, value that he about really him. He really does. He lives in the moment. He lives for experiences <laughs> and for the moment. And, like, that is just, like, so powerful. He me. has wanderlust. Right. Can we blame him We can't that? blame him. He's sick. He's, like, so <laughs> sick with wanderlust. Stage it's five wanderlust. <laughs> Literally, he has a bad case, to say the least. So then I guess he gets, like, um, extradited to Israel, where yeah. he has to stand trial. But that's, like, minor, minor so shit he literally compared gets, to what, what he 15 did. 15 months? Here. He gets 15 months and serves five of them for, like, stealing a couple blank checks. So it's like, he's out living as a free man. And it's like, he has a GFRN. Yeah. He has an Israeli model girlfriend. It's like, honey, what, like, what could possibly possess you to stay with that man? Knowing what you know. She's like, well, at least I know the red flags to look for. (laughs) He's like, that's a risk that I'm willing to take. Right. Okay. She's a giver. Her love language is... (laughs) showering her little man with, <laughs> with all of his gifts. gifts and such. Um, yeah, and one, like, really creepy thing is that when Cecile was originally, like, tracking down all this information, she realized that one of the women who accused him in Finland and who put him in jail in Finland was the same woman who was then on the plane who is his baby mama. Right. So That's it's like so disturbing. Yeah. It was not wrapped up. Really no. So like four dog. years after putting this man in prison, this woman is now like, and I don't know if she had the child before or after that. Right. But she's now helping con other women with him. Unless she really didn't. I mean, I guess it's possible that she wouldn't know he was running this scam on multiple women. But like, but there were already three women in Finland when she right. helped right. her oh, okay. away. Right, 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 right. So it's like, what the hell is going on here? It's perplexing. I want to meet someone like him so bad. <laughs> and I want to date him. Yeah, that's your no, type. Just to be like around someone who's such a compulsive liar. It's like so fascinating. Right. Who will do anything, like literally anything, will say anything to get what they want. 
It's insane. It's horrifying. My enemies are after me. <laughs> His enemies are tired, okay? His enemies are really busy. They're busy. They've been working every day. Um, but yeah, so he's clearly not actually related. Because it's a real family. The Lviv Diamond family. Diamond tycoons are real but he's not one of them. And they do a dramatic, like, show his, like, him photoshopped into their family yeah. picture and then, like, fade out. Right. <laughs> he was never really there. You know what? It is kind of a, I mean, again, <laughs> not to victim blame. Yeah. But, like, so they confirm that the Lviv Diamond family is real and that there is a Lviv patriarch, presumably, mm-hmm. who has billions of dollars. Yeah. But they never confirm that there is a Simon Lviv. Yeah. Right? Because if they had Googled Simon Lviv. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they would have found or maybe maybe it is the yeah. his Hebrew name. Yeah. That is associated with his crimes in Finland. Yeah. But regardless though, it's like ladies, we need to be getting more than one form of like ID verification. Right. We can't just be like oh, well, that family exists and his profile looks legit. You have to see online photos of him with his family, Mm -hmm. photos of him with his friends, photos of him in college. Yeah, him, like, a photo of him from an objective source, not from his Instagram. Right. From his aunt's Facebook. Yeah. That's what you want. And maybe it's just because, you know, they're not our generation. They're not Gen Z. Yeah, they're millennial babes. They're millennial babes, and they saw what they wanted to see. Right. But the money. And I can't blame them for that. I can't blame them for that, but it's like, surely some red fl- Like, they just didn't see the red flags. Or they, they ignored them. They chose not to see them. They chose not to see them. And, yeah. But this whole time I'm watching, I'm like, please say that Netflix, like, paid these women's debts. They did not. They did not. They did not at all because we get to the end and we find out that, yeah, he served five months in Israeli prison and then now he's out. Free man. He hasn't been charged with anything in Europe, anything in connection to scamming allegedly over $10 million from women. It's fucking crazy. So he's just hanging out in Israel, still living, like, a luxurious lifestyle. And who knows how. He, like, has yeah. a business coaching website, but there's no way that's raking in the amount of dough that he needs to be driving, no. you know, fucking foreign cars and shit. Yeah, and it's like he can't be taking that much from his, like, model girlfriend. There's no, no way she makes that much. Slash would give him that money now that she knows yeah. his past. It's just bizarre. And of course, he still maintains. He's like, well, that's fake. All of that's fake. Those women were hired by my enemies. Bro. Yeah, it's like, did that just not give them the ick? Him being my like, enemies. my enemies. Sounding like Drake. Like, are you a movie character? No. You're a real person. Plot twist. His enemies are like rivals from elementary school. Yeah. Or I guess he's not a real person, basically, because Simon Laviv is not a real person. It's right. not a real person. But yeah. So it's like there's just people out there living like that. But I feel like generally you would get a gut sense of like something is not right here. Yeah. Like something's not adding up. 
anytime I watch something like this, and we were saying, like, I think scamming, like, documentaries mm-hmm. and scamming stories can be some of the best ones. Right. Because you're like, would I be fooled by this? Yeah. Whereas, like, murder and stuff, it's, like, objectively... I mean, yeah. there's it's not, not like, would I get murdered by this person? Like, like, yeah, yeah, you probably would. Right. There's no outsmarting, really, a yeah. murderer. Yeah. I mean, maybe sometimes, but yeah, I digress. But yeah, so I feel like the person who handled it the best was definitely Eileen. Who oh, was she like, was a- fuck you, I'm getting my money back, and I'm going to laugh in your face when Interpol arrests you. Right. Whereas the other women are still kind of sad. Again, like, that's so much debt. $250,000 of debt. Yeah. Like, did you go to law school? (laughs) Did you go to med school? No. She just gave this money to this man man who, I don't know. And it's like you watch it and you're like, how? But people like that just have a certain je ne sais quoi, I guess, in person, where they're just so charming. Hard to buy it, though, from the voice messages, from the vids. It's like... cringy. But, you know, to each their hey, own. Hey, you blocked me. Hey, you blocked me. It's one star. It's one star. That was the funniest part of the whole documentary. It's really. one star. But it's still just, like, there's so many more questions. Like, who are his... Because he always traveled with that bodyguard. The one right. that he had who the little they? photo shoot. How much did they know? How much did they know? How much did they get out of this? What are they doing now? Right. And yeah, where is he getting the money still? And it's just so irritating. I would be so pissed off if I was one of those girls. No, I would them. literally hire someone to kill them. I would like want him dead. Right. <laughs> literally. Like you ruined your life. Right. And it's just embarrassing. Yeah. I feel for them. But if that were me, like I would literally want to die. Yeah. <laughs> Have that out that you were that stupid. Yeah. But again, no victim blaming. No victim blaming. But. Yikes, girl. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah, all around, highly recommend. It definitely was entertaining. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, but yeah, since there was a Norwegian in it, it is a transition to mm. our final topic of discussion, which is really just like a shout out. Mm-hmm. We saw a film in theater this right. week, The Worst Person in the World, which is Norwegian. And it was really good. But I must say, going into it, everything I had seen made it seem like it was like a rom- like a romance. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I hadn't seen anything being like, hey, this is actually really fucking sad. Right. You know? I don't, I had no expectations going into it, really, so. But, yeah, it is really, really sad. sad. It takes a real turn. But, again, it's, like, beautifully shot. It's really, yeah. Again, I, want, I don't know if I enjoyed it. Like, I did enjoy it. It just was, you know, it made you think. It's a thinker. It was a an emotional film. Right. But yeah, it's nominated for two Oscars for Best Original Screenplay and Best Foreign Film, which there's also drama with the Oscars because they're, like, cut a bunch of major categories that they're not going to show on air. Mm. like original score film editing what because they're trying to pander to people who are like oh i don't want to watch the oscars that's boring or like that's too long but it's like all you're doing is pissing off people who like watching the oscars like us like us film buffs 
cinephiles. It's just like, <laughs> how rude. And like makeup and hairstyling. No way. Yeah. I love that shit. I know. So, really not a good move on their part. I mean, the Oscars are literally so stupid. Yeah. I love them, but they're so fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, things are just so odd. Like, the Golden Globes this year were literally just a, like, stream. That's so bizarre. Not even, like, any visual attached to it. It was just, like, announcing. Like, they weren't there. There weren't, like, Zoom no way. That was yeah, it. no, it was like literally they were just announcing. I think they did it in person. No recording, no live stream, like just releasing Whoa. via Twitter. The That's winners. so bizarre. It's just a weird world we're living in. Yeah. You know, we have we- to take a little break here <laughs> in the middle because joke as we may, we like looked at our phones and it's like, yep, Russia literally <laughs> is invading Ukraine. As we speak. Which is a bummer <laughs> that really sucks guys that really sucks but yeah so it's like is the are we entering world war three lots um, to think about much to think about and that's why we need to watch our silly little shows our silly little right. tiktoks okay because why would we want to because we don't have time for much else no now that the world is ending i need to <laughs> we need to cram everything in that we can before we get new right we must consume as much content as possible. It's what we were made for. Right. God forbid we get to the end of our lives and regret not those having TikToks yeah. that we didn't watch. Right. That's all I'll be thinking about in the yeah. afterlife. Period. There's no phones here? <laughs> fuck. Fuck. What the fuck am I supposed to do now? <laughs> so, yeah. That. That's it for us tonight, um, First one stay tuned next week for a history of all world wars yeah. and possible developments of World War Three. Rankings a critical of analysis. world wars. Okay. Um, but yeah, so thanks for joining us for this chapter meeting, which will be happening more regularly now, hopefully. Hopefully. No problem. Honestly, we can't promise anything. We can't promise, but. But we'd like to like throw it in there just yeah, in case. It's I like true. having chapter meetings. I like speaking into the void. Right. So on that note, thank you for listening, sisters. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.